Welcome to the Deliciously Alive podcast, where we explore what's possible when we allow ourselves the full human experience. My name is Sarah Campbell, and I'm your host. Each week, my guests and I will be sharing real and actionable insights on how to tap into your desires, feel truly alive, adventurous, and inspired to take action. I believe to my core that a vibrant, radiant, delicious life is possible for you. So pull up a comfy seat or join me on your favorite walk and we'll take this wild, messy, brilliant journey to living a life that lights us up together. I'm calling a war on productivity as we know it. Yes, my relationship with productivity is shifting and it feels so good. The definition of productivity is a measure of efficiency of a person completing a task. I used to be a to-do list girl, and I have a whole other episode on how I get the right things for me done, keeping momentum, and being incredibly intentional with my priorities. But today, I want to talk about a grossly underestimated part of getting the things that we want. It's one of those things that it's a stopping point a bottleneck that we can't actually get through without recognizing this one element. It's incredibly simple, but oh, so tricky to really embrace sometimes. But it's so worth it. Not only does it help us create what we want faster, it helps us have less detours on our dreams along the way. In this episode, we're talking about this one element you need to start embracing And no, most of us aren't already doing it. The lifestyle design that complements this approach and what the ripple effect in your life can be when you do this one thing. So let's dive in. Okay, my fellow ambitious and headstrong friends, my how much can I squeeze in the day? Can I do two things at once? Friends, this one is for you. And it's a message that I needed to hear many, many times as well. So if you've ever told yourself, no worries, I'll just work a bit faster, find a more efficient way to fit more in, or if you've ever found yourself overcommitting in order to accomplish more, only to fall short of your goals, I've got you. Because the truth is, it's not your fault. We've conditioned ourselves in society to where uh, how much can we accomplish and what we can do as a badge of honor And at least I know that I did. And I truly felt like if I did more, it would make me happier. The validation that I needed to give myself in order to feel valuable, I guess. And I know I mentioned it, but if you haven't heard it yet, go back and take a listen to episode six after this. It'll tell you how and why we got this way and how I currently operate in order to get what I desire and to focus more on my success list instead of my to-do list. But there's something else at play here that you need to know. And it's the element you need to know in order to make sure that you get the things that you want and not get sidetracked by everyone else's agenda for you and have fun in the process. And it's this, it's a devotion to rest. Not just sleep, but rest. Sleep is so important. It helps us function at a much higher level and helps your body to support healthy brain function, maintain your physical health, et cetera, et cetera. But rest is so much more 
than just those recurring hours of sleep. Rest involves your whole being, not just your body. By regularly resting, you restore your health, you really enhance your performance, and you achieve an amazing sense of wellness, aka a deliciously alive sense of being. And it's more than just carving out time. It's an absolute devotion. I used that word earlier, and it's so true that It's an honoring of your body and your mind and its need to rejuvenate to be at its absolute best, to be nurtured and cared for, a dedication to its value as part of the process of greatness. Atomic Habits author James Clear redefines productivity as productivity is getting important things done consistently. And no matter what you're working on, there are only a few things that are truly important. Being productive is about maintaining a steady average speed on few things, not maximum speed on everything. And I couldn't agree more. When we're talking about productivity, we're not talking about that toxic, get everything you can dream up done. We're talking about regular action toward the right things that feel uniquely aligned to you as well as regular periods of rest to back that action up. And if you're like me, you either have in the past or might still resist this message, which is totally normal. Like I said earlier, I had a really hard time letting this one go because of the internal validation and that feel-good endorphin dopamine it gave me to cross off yet another pesky thing off my to-do list. But there's a reason why there's a saying, slow down to speed up. I have no idea who coined the term originally, but they knew a thing or two. Because the harsh truth is you can't hustle your way to what you want entirely. Sure, you can get the momentum you need to get going. I've often done periods of hustle like prepping for an event or launching something important to me. But the key here is that the active arrest that comes post-hustle. You can't outwork or outperform a lack of rest. And coming from several rounds of burnout, trust me on this. Thankfully, I've learned my lesson and I've made a shift to prioritize rest. But there's something interesting I've been working through in all this. And it's this, it's productivity guilt or lack of productivity, I guess. I have been sleeping more than ever. And honestly, I don't know if it's the change of the season. I think that this is something that as we're going into winter, we're kind of getting in that hibernation mode. But honestly, I've just been spending a lot of time sitting and thinking. And it's harder than doing stuff for me. Doing stuff is easy. I can get in motion and create outcomes like nobody's business. But in staying, but in staying in constant motion, I started to realize that it wasn't the right things for me that I was working on. The things that I was doing weren't taking me where I wanted to go. And when I realized that, there was a ton of turning inward that I had to do, and I continue to have to do. When it comes to casting vision for your life with purpose, And doing the things that are the highest, best use of your time here on earth, you simply just can't rush through crossing it off a to-do list. You have to sit in silence. You have to explore your thoughts to spend time in active rest. 
and then take calculated and strategic steps forward. And it takes a constant internal reminder for those of of us that like to stay in motion. That motion doesn't mean progress. It's simply motion. And without that active arrest on the tail end or before another period of action, it's really difficult to stay in a place of intentionality. And we see it all the time in nature and biology. Winter is that turning inward, hibernation before the spring. Animals, they hunt and then they rest most of the day to prepare for that intensity that they'll have to sustain. The moon and the sun move in cycles to allow us to experience an active day and a restful night. And for women, our menstrual cycles take us through the ebbs and the flows of energy and then the lack of. So when we talk about creating a lifestyle that supports active rest, the biggest two things for me personally are saying no and creating white space on my calendar and paying attention to my body. And it's true that sometimes my calendar fills up and I'm not perfect by any means. But what I recognized is that when I book myself back to back with meetings and engagements and commitments, that's where I slip out of creating that active rest time that I so need in order to to live an incredible life. So part of this is saying no quite a lot more than I used to. It's reducing hours where it's possible reducing meetings where it's possible, looking at your current commitments and really considering, is this something that I actually need to do? Or is it something that I can delegate? Is it something that I can just stop doing altogether that I can get out of? And when you first look at your calendar, it's so hard because you feel like you're genuinely needed in all those places. But when you take a step back and you look at what is the highest, best use of my time here, What are my personal highest priorities? It creates the permission, and I hate that word, but this, I guess, the self-awareness that you can do the right, and I'm saying that in air quotes, like the right things for you better and faster when you pare back what's not most the most important. It's opportunity cost, right? Whenever you say yes to something, it means it's a no to something else. And So making sure active rest is a priority in your life means that you have the brain space to decide and to actually think for more than half a second what it is that's most important to you and what it is that you can remove in order to say yes to the things that matter the most. And for my body, it really means napping when I want to nap. It means uh, sometimes changing gears in my plans when I feel energy. I find that There are some times when I set out my calendar and I've said that I'm going to do this at this time and this at this time, but I get this energy surge and I know that the thing that I'm going to do later today, I'm best served if I shift it into that moment when I'm feeling that energy. And so sometimes it's just a reconfiguration of schedule and that's my personal way of approaching it. Some people are really religious to their schedule and I generally am for the most part, but I like to have that flexibility because moving with those cycles and moving with the rhythms of my body and the rest that it needs in between periods of sustained effort or action really does make or break the way that I show up, I find a lot of times. And it allows me to step into 
a really creative space when I can leverage the points in my day or in my life when I'm feeling at an ener- like an energetic high that I can, and that's probably similar to a spring or a summer in when we're looking at nature, where I can I can do those pushes. I can I can do that that forward facing sustained action. And then there's times in my life that are more like winter, where it's a lot of that turning inward. It's a lot of that self-reflection, journaling. And I think I said this earlier, but honestly, just sitting longer with my coffee and daydreaming or staring out of the window. And it really does allow the creative and mental space to open up so that I can be so much more intentional. And so what happens when you feel so far gone? Because I've definitely been there before, so wrapped up in all you need to do. I've known people, and I've actually done this myself, though it might be challenging for some. It really has to make sense with your work and your lifestyle, um, who've taken sabbaticals or even a vacation week totally dedicated to active rest. I've done both and I loved every minute. But more commonly, what this will look like is just more white space in your calendar. No commitments, no work. When you take the time to explore what's possible for you, sit with the things you've been considering, recommit to your desires, map out an action plan to get there, or just spend time with loved ones and unplugged. And when you do this, you'll find a certain magic starts to stir and you'll feel it. You'll start getting your best ideas yet, the ones that will move your company in a totally new direction but feels so good. Or you'll reconnect with your spouse who you've been just kind of seeing in passing for the last two years, you know, kind of high five, pick the kid up and on the way out to work. Or you'll reconnect with a part of yourself that you hid, even from yourself, that is telling you to try something new. So take a look at your calendar. What can you remove to clear up time for active rest? And then do it. Take the extra time just sitting with your coffee and daydreaming out the window. Go for a walk in nature and just stare at the leaves. Walk slowly. Let that fuel you for your next adventure or your next best idea. And always stay curious, be brave, and take inspired action toward that delicious life meant especially for you. Thank you so much for listening to the Deliciously Alive podcast with me today. We hope it brought value to you and created a bit of inspiration and encouragement that will move you into action. For more, you can head on over to deliciouslyalive.com forward slash guide to get our free resource guide that will show you actionable ways to live an incredible life, as well as check out all the links and resources in the show notes. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone you know who would love it too, or leave a rating and review. It means the world to us and gives us feedback on what to do more of. That's all for this episode. So till next time, stay curious, be brave, and take inspired action toward that delicious life meant especially for you.